enredado tanto en amores he querido sin medida Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. I'm Vera Valletti Flores. And I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week it's all about Mujeriegos. Yes, womanizer, womanizer. <laughs> I'll try not to sing <laughs> oh <my> Britney <laughs> Spears <laughs> right now. <laughs> I think this well, was... Well, what do we have for our first one right now? Yeah, and I think I get credit for this theme idea. I'm pretty sure. This was my idea. Yeah, I definitely would not have picked this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. And the song that we're starting with is my pick, and it's called Mujeriego, and it's by Jose Jose. Let's take another listen. Las que aprenden, las que enseñan, las que viven con los pies sobre la tierra, las tranquilas, las de guerra. No me importa que me digan mujeriego, yo las amo, yo las quiero, aunque pueda parecer aventurero, yo las quiero de verdad. Enredado tanto en amores, he querido sin medida. Siempre he sido loco por él. You brought this artist recently. Yeah, he was um, featured for the first time in our Senora Jams episode, which I think is very appropriate for him. He's definitely oh, yes. a Senora Jam. And this song is just ridiculous. This song is just ridiculous. I mean, what, what else can you say? Um, yeah, when I was listening to it, I was like, okay, Jose, Jose, you tell yourself what you gotta. <laughs> I mean, seriously, right? I mean, it's basically like his version of I'm not a player, I just crush a lot. You know, like it's right. basically the exact same thing, which is such, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's messy. It's messy. I mean, I think this is, <laughs> I like the idea of this episode because I just feel like there are a lot of songs about men who are kind of trash, basically, but also who are just playing women. And then... I ended up finding different interpretations on that theme, and his is really just like, what do you want? I just love women too much kind of thing, which I think is a typical right. sort of response to being called out for being a womanizer or being a mujeriego, you know? It's like, but I just yeah. love them so much. And, like, that's why you're treating know, them like trash. Like, Ugh, cringy, cringy. Yeah, it's just like the layers of misogyny. And I, the thing that shocked <laughs> me about this was that this is the title track on his 1995 album. So not only did he put out a song called Mujeriego, Mujeriego, he put out a whole album called Mujeriego. It just, I don't know. It just, I was like a little Bam. bit like, wow. Wow, dude. So it's almost like a pride thing, I think. Really. Yeah. You know? It's like, I'm proud of this. Yeah, he's like, like reclaiming right now. <laughs> yeah. And like, whatever. I don't care if you, you know, um, you call me a Mujeriego, basically. And so I have to give a shout out to Carolyn, who's a huge fan of this podcast, who actually sent me this song um, via text. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. So thank you, Carolyn, for that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's all basically just about how much he loves women. You know, para mí todo lo bueno tiene cara de mujer is one of the lines. So it's like he just doesn't even care. And he's a little bit proud, I think, of the fact that people call him Mujeriego, which yeah. is... 
just like so machista, right? Like, I mean, it's just so yeah. The I mean, core. he thinks it says something special about him because the ladies love him, right? Super right. Stamente. Right. 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 Oh man. Um. So I was trying to think about like whether you could imagine an artist right now in the U.S. releasing an album called Womanizer. <laughs> you know. But then I was like, well, of course, Britney Spears, like classic song. But it's uh, obviously very different when it's a woman calling someone out for being a womanizer versus a man like claiming it as a title. It's like two very, very different things. Yeah, for sure. Do you think that that could happen today, that somebody would release an album called Mujeriego? I mean, yes, I do. I think that maybe there would be, like, some discussion about it on social media, yeah. right? Right. But I think that pushback, this sentiment you know? is alive and well. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it has, like, different faces and different subtleties to it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Right. Yeah, it's interesting to think about. I'm going to keep talking about, like, given the context today, especially, like, in the U.S. and the sort of mainstream political conversation about sexual assault and harassment, I think there is, like, a little bit less tolerance potentially for this kind of behavior in the public eye. But I don't think it's necessarily Mm -hmm. means that there's been some major cultural shift. And um, there are actually many, many songs called Mujeriego, like, many um, and we're going to hear a few of them on this episode. And then I, when I searched for <laughs> Womanizer, <clears throat> you know, which is essentially the English equivalent, there are a lot of songs also called Womanizer, but they're mostly covers of Britney Spears. <laughs> so mm, it's like a little bit of a different, yes. it's a little bit of a different thing. And I mean, it, you know, the cultures are very different. And I do think there's something about machismo that's very unique um, in Latin America that is connected to this idea of, mujer, you know, being a mujeriego and what it means, how men relate to women and what does it mean to be like one of these like charming, you know, he's kind of being trying like, I'm a charmer, you know, I just love women, everything in my life, every good thing in my life is, you know, a woman, da da da, which is, right. you know, on its, it's face. It's a particular might, flavor of, of, of patriarchy, well, right? It's, it's not it that is. it's more or less patriarchal, yeah. but it's just like a particular cultural flavor of it that exactly. makes a lot of appearances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just think I call BS, you know, <clears throat> on this idea yeah. that, on what he's trying to, to really offer here. And it's like, yeah, being a Mujer Diego isn't about your love of women. It's about your mistreatment of women is really what it's about. Right. Because you can love women and even love many women without being a womanizer. Like, I think to me it implies that you're you're acting badly and crossing boundaries and yeah. you know, being deceitful. Yeah, for sure. So, so, yeah. But Jose Jose is a classic crooner. from. He's been around since the 70s. And uh, this just seemed like it exemplified why I wanted to to bring this episode and talk about this theme. <laughs> yeah. For In a sure. very literal way, which is how I roll. All right. My next song about a mujeriego, all of my songs are actually from the perspective of women, um, which is Not unsurprising surprised. coming from no. me. Um, my next say, song. What are you trying to say about me? <laughs> <laughs> my song is by an artist I really love. We've brought her before to this podcast. This is La India. And this song is her classic, Ese Hombre.
saving this one for my dream misandry episode but i think that this is it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I think this, this is, is sort of episode. that episode yeah. this is like you're bringing the misandry <laughs> you're bringing the misandry songs and i'm bringing the like just like straight up misogyny songs <laughs> <laughs> so um i think that for me the greatest part about this uh theme is that um the song for this theme is that la india before even saying anything about him being a cheater, lays out all of these characteristics that just lead you to know that it's like, oh yeah, this dude is trash and he cheats too, right? Like she's like, egoísta y caprichoso, un payaso vanidoso, inconsciente y presumido, falso, malo, rencoroso. I'm like, oh yeah. Such great All rhymes. of those characteristics, like checking all those boxes, like that's a cheater. Yeah. Those are also great rhymes. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Yes. So good. I so love good. I love a good insult song. You yeah. Know? Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I do. <clears throat> you do. Yeah, and, and I think and, uh, and the list goes on in this song. Mm-hmm. I think it brings and up the question like of like the definition of someone you definitely shouldn't even interact with, like much less date. Right. <laughs> the question of like whether being a mujeriego means you're cheating or not. I think it's an interesting. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like at least, I mean, usually I think that's part of it, but I do think that like there's a there's a way to be mujeriego where you're like you know like oh we're technically not dating or we're right. technically you know like where you're like yeah I never told you we were committed in ways that are sus you <laughs> know yeah right like we never made it yeah we never said we were exclusive <laughs> like kind of stuff right like that. like that sort of shit it's just like you're just being a fuckboy okay right. like right. I think you could also treat, um, you could also never cheat, but just treat the women you date badly. And I feel like that's still being a mujeriego. You know, if you're dating a oh, lot of people. Oh, is it? You think so? I mean, I think you'd, you'd have to also I date a lot of people. I feel like really about quantity. Yeah, but I think it could be quantity not at the same time. Like, you go through a lot yeah. of relationships, but they don't yeah. necessarily overlap. It's like quantity you, and also how badly you treat people. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, in this song also, La India says he's insoportable como amigo, so don't even try and be his friend, mm. this dude. She's canceling him. Um, yeah, yeah, canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, like, after she lets out this, like, lit- litany of, like, que tan mal carácter tiene el tipo, she's like, tú me engañaste y me traicionaste. So, you know, like, there can be many types of engaño y traición, mm-hmm. pero with this, like, specific list of characteristics, mm-hmm. I feel like... This dude's a cheater. Damn mm-hmm. mujeriego. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to make sure to bring La India again because, yeah, like, I, you know, even though she's wild famous, right, people love her, I still, like, get the feeling that she's underappreciated somehow. You know? Yeah. yeah like, no, I, hear I, you. I feel like I hear you. Latina feminism on the internet has yet to fully harness the power of yeah. La India. Maybe we should help. Maybe we should think Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like we can help fix that. So this is our granito de arena. Yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. add La India to your angry feminist canon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe we should make some La India merch. Yeah, that is not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. 
So for any of y'all who might not be super familiar, uh, La India is from Puerto Rico, born there, but raised in the Bronx. So she's um, a New Yorker, uh, Puerto Rican New Yorker, and, um, you know, just came up in the salsa game, like in the city, like so many do. Like salsa is just like a New York genre in so many ways. Mm -hmm. And this is a classic for sure. Such a classic. And yeah, so her good. voice. Her voice is incredible. Oh my God, those pipes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This girl can sing. Yeah, yeah, she was actually, I think, classically training for opera for a while. Oh, so, that makes a lot of sense. Para que you know, yeah. like this voice is not trying to fuck that around. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, you know, just for the record, <laughs> just because I listen to a lot of, like, male musicians doesn't mean that I don't appreciate the women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the... Um, and these kinds of answers, <laughs> just to be clear, you know, in case somebody tries to claim Absolutely. that, like, I'm a mujeriega, <laughs> which I love the idea of that, even though I don't think that's really a word that anybody uses, but I'm trying to make it happen. No. Because <laughs> you know those people, you know those people. Yeah. And maybe yeah. we need, like, They're, a, you know, they exist in our community too, man. Oh my God. Yeah, totally. And I think sometimes people get a pass because they're, like, queer and that's not... That's not an excuse nah, for bad dude. behavior. Not for me. Fuck that no. shit. No. Um, yeah. And, you know, people like toxic masculinity can exist even if you weren't born male. You know, like those those behaviors yep. can get can get picked up for sure. Um, it sure can. Like maybe we need like a gender neutral mujeriega. Like, you know, I mean, it's, there's a lot <laughs> of gender. Right. Mujeriegics. But then the mujer is still there. It's confusing. You know, gender gender's confusing. <laughs> right. But, right. Gender yeah. is a lot, you know. <laughs> there may or may not be um, a mujeriega in my YA novel <laughs> that I'm that I'm working on. So that was kind of a fun character wow. to write. Wow. Hey. Good to Not know. based on my own life. Um, all right. So my next song is also called Mujeriego and is by Aventura. Ayúdame con estas mujeres. Julio César, me la estoy dando. I love bachata. It's not surprising that this is the fourth time I think that we brought, I've brought Aventura, although also I think Maria Elena brought Aventura one time, one of our mm-hmm. guests and friends. Mm-hmm. But it's actually been a few years since we brought Aventura. They're not really a part of my regular rotation, um, surprisingly. I just honestly don't really love Romeo Santos' voice. It's like a little bit too much with the falsetto for me, I think. But yeah. I can obviously appreciate Aventura and their role in bachata and obviously Romeo Santos' role in particular. Um, yeah, as like just sure. a huge, huge, you know, bachatero. So I can appreciate it, but yeah, it's it's not the bachata I listen to. There's actually very little Romeo, and there's very little Aventura. Yeah, 
But yeah. when I yeah when I found the Jose Jose song through Carolyn, I just like searched on Spotify and I was like, damn, there's a bunch of songs called Mujeriego, like, <laughs> which probably shouldn't have surprised me, but really actually did surprise me. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I, wouldn't, my... I didn't know to expect to look at all of your songs. So they're gonna be called, <laughs> Mujeriego. called Mujeriego, and we could have done. There could have been more. So I picked basically the three that I th- that I liked the sound. I mean, Jose Jose is like not really my jam, but I can appreciate what he brings. But also, I liked the way that they differently sort of treated the theme of Mujeriego. So it's kind of like a study. Mujeriego, <laughs> right. a study. Um, so this one is from 2000, and this is about a dude who's like in love with multiple women, and there's kind of like different dudes throughout the lyrics. Um, but it's pretty much like, you know, Mujeriego apologism, apologism, you know, um, like I'm, it's not my mm-hmm. fault the way I am. I'm Mujeriego porque soy varón, which is bullshit. Um, oh. you know, Gross. yeah, don't, cri- don't critique me because this is how God made me. Don't try to control my feelings. Like women make me, lots of women make me happy. I couldn't live with just one, like all sorts of like the sort of apologies and excuses that people that men make for their bad behavior. I was just like a list of them. How are they like this though? I don't even know. And I don't, you know, I don't know what they were thinking when they wrote this. Were they being tongue in cheek or they being literal? Like I, I don't know their lives enough to know. Yeah. Can't stop it. Maybe they just did it for the drums. Yeah. Maybe just cause Bachata's dramatic and it it sounded good. I can't stop it. Right. But I mean, I think this goes without saying, but like, being, having a penis does not make you a mujeriego. Like, it's just not. That's not how that goes. It's not a biological thing. Obviously, it's like social construction. It's, you know, it's about how you're raised and the ways in which men are sort of taught to treat women and taught to act. So, right. Or like being a cis dude, right? Yeah. Obviously, some people have penises and right. they're not that. That's true. But like, yeah, being a cis dude, being born assigned male, like none of those things mean that you have to treat women badly. Like, that's just not how that works, you know? Nope. And that's just such a Not typical, it's like, it's my hormones. Like, come on. Right. Like, come Fuck on. Fuck out of here. You're an adult, you know, you're a no, human being. Yeah. You're a grown person making grown choices. Yep. 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 And clearly like not a lot of shame or apology, you know, like in the, in these songs for sure. Um, yeah. Well, obviously not if he thinks that it's like second nature. Ugh. Yeah. No. No. The, the lyrics are actually really problematic. <laughs> They're really problematic. Um, so yeah, like, I mean, this is the Mujeriego episode after all. Right. So it's, yeah, it's going to be some problematic faves once again, at least the ones I'm bringing. Um, <laughs> yeah, when, when I was thinking about the song, it's like, you know, the pop songs of today, right? Like we've got, you know, Maluma's Felices Los Cuatro. So it's like, if that is really is like a polyamory, potentially a poly, like consensual polyamory question, like, are we sort of turning a corner in sort of what pop music can offer us? away from just like these mm. typical tropes of men just being men, right? Boys will be boys and we're just going to fuck around and we can't to, um, you know, trying to address some of these more expansive ideas of what relationships can be, um, yeah. including potentially consensual non-monogamy. <laughs> right. I feel like that's like a few levels above though what we're usually getting in the pop realm. So. Yeah, it is. And, you know, the Maluma song is like, not super clear exactly what he's trying to say. Yeah, there is Felices Los Cuatro, which I like to think is like yeah. a non-monogamy jam. Me Consensual too. non-monogamy slap jam. Pero, you know, my guess is no. Yeah, my guess is probably no too. But we can dream. So yeah, this is what happens when we bring, when we have these themes that are more like problematic. It's like a little bit of a downer because we're like kind of trashing the 
the songs a little bit, even though they're like, you know, it's music that's like the sound <laughs> well, of it I like. like. You <laughs> can like the sound of a mu- of a song mm-hmm. and the yeah. find the lyrics to be sort of whack. Problematic. Right, which is which is true all the time. Yeah. But this time it was like looking for songs with problematic lyrics essentially because of the theme. So here we are. For some reason, the word Mujeriego has like always been a favorite of mine. <laughs> Not the concept of mo- being a Mujeriego or what it means, but something but about just the, the word. You like the, the sound literal of it. word. Yeah, I like like the sound of it, and I feels very. I mean, womanizer is a pretty good like cognate, but I think Mujeriego has like a specificity to it that I also enjoy. So can't stop it, but it's just been one of those yeah. words that since I was a kid. I don't know where I learned it, but <clears throat> maybe not like a young kid, but since I was a young adult, I always found that word <laughs> yeah, to be fun sure. to say. I can see that. It's a good word. So we should take a little break and yeah. talk about our sponsor for this episode. So this week, our episode is being sponsored by uh, the n- 10th Annual National Abortion Access Bolathon. The Bolathon season is here, y'all. Mm-hmm. And as you probably already know, but maybe you don't, the Bolathon is the largest annual grassroots abortion access fundraiser in the United States. And it's really every year is a huge part of filling the budgets of local abortion funds across the country. What's super awesome about this is that you're literally just giving people money for the health care that they need and want. Um, it's a very, very sort of direct grassroots way to support people getting the access to the healthcare that they want, despite the sort of bullshit political climate that we're in. And this yeah. um, project really helps kind of reduce abortion stigma via our collective power. With over 50 funds and 60 events across the United States, there's teams like Fund Abortion Meow, <laughs> Doggos for Abortion Access, Cardi Plan B. You know, you can really get creative with your <laughs> Bolathon team yeah. name. It really makes the process of fundraising super, super fun. Mm-hmm. It's true. And who doesn't love a wholesome activity like bowling, especially when you right? are helping raise money for the medical procedures that people want and need. And abortion just gets harder to access every single day. So this is you actually having a role in making it possible for people to get the abortions that they need and want. Um, so it's not just a theoretically legal choice, but actually one that people can access. Yeah. If you all have been keeping up with the news, you may have noticed that there's just at the state level, a rash of horrifying new proposals and legislation being introduced almost every day that is really chipping away at people's access to this really safe, you know, really common procedure. And if you're outraged, if you're at a loss, if you really want to just find a way to help, this is such an easy and really meaningful way to do so. So to join your local event, you can go to bolathon.nnaf.org and you can follow the conversation on social media at hashtag bowl19. We'll make sure to include that link right in our show notes and our show description so you can sign up really super easily. All right. And now back to our episode. 
So my next song is an artist that I'm super excited about and haven't been able to bring yet, but I thought that this was a good time to do so. This artist is called Meli and the song is called Icy. She's a New Yorker, she's Dominican, she's super brilliant, she has a new project coming out. Actually, by the time that you're listening to this, it will have been out, but when mm. we're recording it, it's not out quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, pero I wanted to bring this song because it's a different perspective on the Mujeriego angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that here she's talking about Mujeriegos and about how she's just gonna use them to get whatever the fuck she wants. She's playing them, the player. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's playing the player. She's not part of that game, right? Right. She's like, these bitches don't like me. Their baby daddy keep me icy. But then yeah. later she says, he think I'm wifey, but he's just a side piece. Right. right. So she's just here to get what she needs. They think they're playing her. Really, she's playing them. Yeah. She's not out to take anybody's man. She's really not here for any man. She's just here for herself. Right. She's like giving him a taste of his medicine kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, I I really love that. And and I think that in this song, she's like, she's sort of a little bit annoyed at the women that these mujeriegos have history with because they're mad at her, como si fuera su culpa. And right. she's like, come get your man, boo. He's trying to mack it to me, you know? Right. Like, But if right. he's trying to give me like ice to put on my neck, like, am I going to say no? I'm not going to say no. <laughs> right, right. Which is like, this is such an important part of how these dynamics work because like, I think that's the thing that happens where some dude is like sleeping with multiple women and cheating and then they get mad at each other rather than at him. And that's just oh, like, like another the women way get mad at each other. Yeah. yeah that's that's just never that's really made a lot of sense to sexism me. Honestly plays out. Right. Like that's just another way that sexism plays out. Yeah. It's like the person who made a commitment to you is this dude. Right. right. And he broke it. This other right. woman really has very little to do with it. Muy right. poco tiene que ver. I mean, I think it's sexism plus, like, it's easier to be mad at the person you're not in love with, you know? Tambien. And the, and the person that you don't sure. want to still be with, Sue. But, yeah, it's just men get away with bad behavior, and then the women end up, like, beating each other down, you know? Right. It's like, right. And I mean, get right about her, who the target is, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Meli does get a little petty in this yeah. song at times, right? Of like course, there's <laughs> one line that like I really I just like can't help but scream along with her like bitch I can't help but your pussy trash. Mm. You know? Like, yeah, so she's she's going there too. She's going there too. She's going there too. She's not completely innocent, but uh, you know, like don't we all get a little bit petty sometimes? Yeah, I mean, you know? jealousy is a real thing for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. but like just like her swag is just on a different fucking level Mm -hmm. and um you know there's another song that i was thinking about bringing uh that could have fit in also with this theme uh the song of hers called como sina which um which is also really good but i just love like the swag exhibited in this song this one is so good um it is going to be i think on her upcoming project um and and yeah, the song is from last year, but she's releasing new music all the time. She just re- released a new one. She's grinding, right? Like you got to check her out. Keep your eye on Millie. She's working hard as fuck. She's doing the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I really like her, and I love how she like switches in, from English to Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's a very like just like very seamlessly in that like Spanglish way of like growing up with both languages being really mm-hmm. part of your life. It's really, um, it's really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we go to my last Mujeriego pick for this episode, also called Mujeriego, <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to talk about an event that we're co-sponsoring that's coming up this weekend, if you're listening to this on Friday. It's on Sunday, April 7th, and it's a um, bachata. It's a queer bachata night. It's called QT Fusion, and it's a night in D.C., and it's on April 7th. All the information is in our show notes, but y'all should come. It's super cute. It's very wholesome. Um, it's a bachata lesson taught by a also very cute and wholesome um, queer uh, Puerto Rican dancing couple who are really fun to watch and, and great teachers. And so the, the, the night starts with a lesson, and then there's just open what they call social dancing, which just means everybody's there to dance bachata with each other. And people are super chill, and you get to dance with lots of different people, and it's not a thing. Um, and you can practice leading or following because it's queer and trans. There's not any rules around gender and who does what, and it's really beautiful. And the bonus is that um, because we're co-hosting, I'm going to be the DJ. So I'm going to get to play my favorite bachata and I'm going to be, I can't even really imagine it. I'm just going to be living my best life. It's going to be amazing. So y'all should come out. It's a great event. It happens monthly actually, um, but come out on the one on April 7th so you can hang out with me and listen to my favorite bachata and learn a little bit of, um, learn some steps from a very, in a very queer um, and trans inclusive way, which is beautiful. So check out the show notes for all the details, and I hope to see you there on Sunday. Sounds super fun. I wish I could be there. Yeah, next time, Beto. Next time. (laughs) All right. What's your last song for the episode? So it's called Mujeriego. Uh, Shocking. And it's (laughs) it's by Faruco, and it features Galante el Emperador. Yo no le pago con la y como quiera me la tiro sin miedo Salgo pa' la calle con la combi super mortal Pa' mí que me tienen celo Mi gana con la gata, socio no me mide mal O a tu gata también me la llevo Salgo pa' la calle con la combi super mortal Pa' mí que me tienen celo Mi gana con la gata, socio no me mide mal Yo soy el juguetito mujeriego Yo salgo pa' la calle con un guille bien zapado Tengo a su gata con dolor Me la he probado A mí no me rompió, me llevo a tu gata No hay un mujeriego 
So this one's the most recent of my Mujeriego tracks. It's from 2006. And it's, I think, the most unapologetic one because not only is he like, yeah, I'm a Mujeriego, whatever, he's like, I'm the best Mujeriego there is. <laughs> it's kind of, oh. it's a little bit embarrassing. Wow, yeah. Da pena ajena. No hay un Mujeriego mejor que yo. I'm like, oh my God. What does that even mean? I don't know. You're the biggest dick ever like you're really being proud <laughs> about being a jerk basically right like yeah i, I it, there's really nothing you can say um to these lyrics like you know faruko we brought actually for the first time surprisingly to last month's new music episode but these mm. these these lyrics mm. kind of make me like him a little bit less like i don't know i have a lot of tolerance obviously for right you know, problematic right. lyrics but i don't know dude there's a limit and and this wasn't from 1995. Do you know, like, this is from, I mean, I guess at this point, this was 13 years ago. So that yeah. in some ways is a while, but I don't know. It's hard to make excuses for for this kind of, these kind of lyrics, even though, like, I like the, I like the sound of this song for sure. But this is a pretty much, like, you're not even trying to make excuses for being a mujeriego. You're just like, yes, this is me. And, like, I'm, I'm the biggest jerk on the planet, basically, is what I feel like he's arguing. <laughs> Yeah, do you think he's arguing that he's like a mujeriego that actually treats the ladies well somehow? That he thinks that it's okay for that reason? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> I know that would be. I would. I would love to be able to make that argument, but not based on the lyrics. No, no. I think no. he's just. I mean, it's like ugh, just like ugh. some boastful. I shit. mean, what do you even say? Yeah, it's just like I. You know, it's just. I mean, this is what toxic masculinity is. Like one hundred percent. Like men trying to one-up each other on how shitty they are to women because they think that makes them seem like they're a badass because lots of women like them. I don't even... I mean, it's like the logic is so flawed, it's hard to even follow, you know? So Yikes. I don't have a lot of excuses um, for any of this. Yeah. Galante el Emperador is um, new to Radio Minera also. He's another Puerto Rican artist that um, is around. He's been doing the thing, but no, not somebody that I've particularly been following. So... I don't know. What's the lesson here? Don't be a dick. <laughs> like, what do yeah. I want anyone to say? Don't like, let it be you. Treat people well. Gender gender aside, right? Like, treat people the way you want to be, be kind, treated. y'all. All the cliches. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Just, like, be honest. And, you know, we all have our faults. We all have our messiness. But, like, let's, let's be better, y'all. Like, let's do better. Let's <laughs> do better. All right. My last song is by an artist that we've brought before. We really, really love her. Thought it was time to bring her again. This is La Lupe, and the song is called La Tirana. Yo soy la mala Vampireza en tu novela La gran tirana
So this song is just a stone cold classic. Like Lupe is amazing. She's, um, you know, we've brought her before. I think mm-hmm. that we've talked about her a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I love this song. And this song is really um, maybe sort of a stretch for this episode, but it's like really just like about some gaslighting ass man and Lupe is having none of it. And I'm yeah. just like assuming he's a mujeriego, right? Because it's right. like, oh yeah, you make, you know, like, después que me hace sufrir un calvario, like, I'm la gran tirana, like, get the fuck out of here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though he, he's the one that's putting her through it he's acting like he's the victim, right? Which, no patience for that. Lupe didn't have patience for it, right. which I think is really great. <clears throat> who, has, who has time for all that? I don't even know. Nobody has time for all of that. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that I think is super powerful and intense about this song is that she is right. singing it from the perspective of a person who knows her relationship is bad, yeah. but she's obviously still in it, right? Like, right. for whatever reason, right. she Which hasn't been real. able to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Real. Yeah, it's just, like, it's so real and intense. And it goes back to sexism, too, and, like misogyny and scarcity and low self-esteem and all the things that influence like why people stay in bad relationships right and like material conditions right like is she gonna have a place to live if she Mm -hmm. leaves is she gonna like does she have the money to be able to move like all those things right like it's all of that stuff is um is intense but you know so like i mean the reason that we know this is because she says in in the song in the lyrics that she doesn't care what he says to other people around her as long as you know the same people one day when she is able to leave and el, they'll say que fui yo que salí ganando you know mm. like en el día que te dejé fui yo quien salí ganando so mm. it's like you can say whatever the fuck you want about me to all those people but all those same people like when when I am able to get it together to leave your ass like they'll know that this was a win for me right right like she's gonna come out on top yeah yeah it's and just like so his melancholy behavior and devastating you know speaks, yeah well it's like his behavior speaks for itself to a certain degree too I think is what that implies like you're gonna look like the dick at the end of this you know because yeah yeah people can see it yeah. yeah, I mean, I just think it's Lupe is like the really perfect vehicle for this song because mm-hmm. she's just able to convey so much emotion, right? Like this song is is so powerful, right? Yeah. Like it comes from a place of so much power and comes from a place of having very little power, right? Because she's in this relationship. She obviously hates it. She can't get out for reasons that are unclear, right? So it's like... You know, just being able to convey the intensity of those emotions with her voice yeah. is something that she is really, right. really good at. Right. And, you know, what the reason she's one of my all-time faves, right? Just yeah. like, no hay comparación. Yeah. And I wonder if it's reflecting of, like, the stuff she was dealing with, right? Because we know that she had a lot of kind of struggles in her life that yeah. might be reflected yeah. in the, the sort of depth of emotion in her voice, too. Totally. Totally. Um, so, you know, if you've been a long time listening to this song or if you follow Latinx music, you probably know who La Lupe is. But if you don't, Lupe is a Cuban singer who was active, you know, starting really in the 50s. Um, this really super talented Afro-Cubana. Um, you know, there's theories that like Lupe didn't make it so big as Celia uh, did at the time because Celia was always a little bit more... Um, 
you know, I don't want to say respectable, right? Because Celia was who she was because that's who she wanted to be, right? I don't mm -hmm. think she was making compromises. Pero Lupe was like really sexual and really loud and really unapologetic about those things. And it really mm -hmm. cussed her. And then she like later on had a really hard life, right? right. Like got right. involved with drugs and skeezy yeah, men. And I, and I think away, that, so. yeah, I think that started affecting her performances too. Like that she would be drunk on stage and things like that. So it was like, I think it, yeah, it impact, impacted her profession too. Not just right, like the right. way she presents totally. herself. But, which is totally. a, such a common story, right? Like it's not like people can, those are, they're, their problems right the people have trouble managing yeah. so it's going to influence yeah. and like some people needed to drink to get on stage like you know there's like so much of this in in this industry for sure so yeah yeah but you know she remains a legend in mine and many others mm -hmm. eyes and i'm always mm -hmm. super super glad to bring her yeah yeah the people you brought were definitely some like powerful women for sure yeah yeah some really powerful you know. women it's a good counterpoint to <laughs> trash men on this episode yeah for sure <laughs> Maybe I need to rethink my, my musical decisions. No. <laughs> no. This is just the reality. I mean, and, and like we can't, it's hard to look to just music for sort of like, I don't think pop culture always is going to offer, especially mainstream stuff, like the best representation, right, of what we want to see. Yeah. It's like sure. often offering a representation of what the problems are and like where, where things need to shift. So Yeah. But yeah. Glad that we have the balance between the two for sides. Sure. Well, that's it for our episode, Amores. As always, all of the information about all of these songs are going to be in the show notes. Anything that we talked about is going to be there. And remember the Bolathon link. That's also going to be in the show notes and in the episode description. Yes, exactly. And I hope to see you at Bachata on Sunday. And you don't actually have to be queer or trans to come. You just have to be queer and trans affirming and be down to dance with people of all genders. So um, everybody's welcome. And as always, you make sure you're following us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have an email newsletter that goes out every Friday with the new episode that we also include some of the things that we're reading and some things we're into. So if you want to see that, make sure to join through the link in our show notes. And if you haven't left us a review, we would really, really love it if you did on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you're listening. It really helps us out. Thanks so much for listening. Um, we drop a new episode every Friday, so stay tuned. And hasta la próxima. Hasta la próxima, family. Bye.